The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. The fan is the college football voice of the South. So let's go on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. Well, Domino, don't look now, but Stetson Bennett has been passed over again. TCU quarterback Max Duggan capped his college career by capturing the Davey O'Brien Award on Monday night. It's really odd timing to hand out this award. Is, is it, it this year's Davey O'Brien yeah. Award or is it next year? I mean, I, I thought they were all done. Apparently they were not. It goes to the TCU quarterback who uh, was asked about the upcoming NFL Combine. He said, either teams are going to like me uh-huh. or they're not going to like me. Very astute observation. Interesting. Look, that's the best way to maybe answer that one. Then you can just leave. Were the Davey O'Brien people busy for a, for a month or so? Like what I said, is... I was as surprised as anybody to see this news come down last night. <laughs> I, I would, If you would have asked me, who won the Davey O'Brien Award? I probably would have said, I'm not sure. And did and you see him, Did you see Max Duggan? It wasn't one. Sorry, Chris. Did you see Max Duggan on the uh, sideline or on the at courtside for the TCU-Kansas game, decked out in his, uh, in his tuxedo, ready to accept his award? I did not see that. But apparently uh, this is something that happens at this time of the year every year. So are you telling me they gave him the award at halftime or something? Or did he have a, uh, a brunch? <laughs> that a part I don't know. I just to? saw him in the tux. Or was he just goofing? He, he may have been. But, yeah, he looked a little out of place right there courtside. Everybody else is wearing, like, Kansas or TCU gear. It's kind of funny to me. He's got kind of just goofing. black so tux on. Yeah, it seems like if I if I had to guess at the timing of the situation, he won it earlier in the evening mm-hmm. and then decided, hey, why not just go to the game in my tux? I'm going to be the best-dressed guy here. Ever. In the history of TCU basketball. He was that, yeah. Can I get a response from Stetson Bennett? Is this another chip on his shoulder, or is he going to tell me to F you? Screw it. We got two rings, man, you know? Yeah. I, I got to believe, even though I guess he, he got to know Max Duggan pretty mm-hmm. well uh, during that Heisman week, I, I've got to believe he's going to feel slighted by this. It's going to motivate him. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say I necessarily blame him. Well, it's kind of like Michael Harris with the gold glove. You go, weren't you supposed to win this thing? So let me see if let me see if I got this right, because maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm goofed up. Um, I was the starting quarterback. During an undefeated season. Yes. Second straight national title. Correct. Um, This guy lost two games. Yes. And we also handed him his second loss. Yes. By embarrassing him. Yes. In the championship game. Yes. And he got the Davey O'Brien Award. Uh You serious, Clark? Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm goofed up. Maybe I'm getting this all wrong. That's how I would respond if I'm Stetson Bennett. Maybe he's... Uh, it doesn't matter. It, again, it's it's not going to mean. I do like what Max Duggan said about the combine. They're either going to like you or they're not going to like you. What's the beauty of all this? It only takes one. Might not like you in the first round. Might not like you in the second round. But if somebody likes you enough to draft you, you're going to be in a camp, which makes you elite. Yeah, this started to make the rounds yesterday. Jordan Yates was Georgia Tech's starting quarterback uh, when Tech beat them a couple of years ago, 45 to nothing. He took to TikTok to describe uh, what it was like playing against that 21 Georgia defense. And the best way I can describe playing against that defense is like 
the field was smaller playing against them. Like, they were so big and so fast that it felt like we were literally playing on, like, not a 53-and-a-half-yard field or for the width, but, like, it felt like the field was probably, like, 30, 30 yards wide. Like, when you're growing up and you're playing in the street in front of your house, like, you can't really go side to side. All you can do is kind of go forward. That's what it felt like. I had this little five-yard run on second and four. Like, I got up. I thought I was him, really. Like, like because they were so fast, like, so quick side to side, like, getting those five yards was tough. Like, that was a, that was a big accomplishment in that game. But, yeah, basically, after the rest of the game went, I mean, I was getting sacked a bunch. We were, weren't really getting anything going. I basically just slid because I had been hit so many times already in that game. I actually finished the game with concussion. And then he ended up transferring to Sam Houston State. He sounds pretty cognizant for a guy who had a concussion, as in he knew what happened in that game. This wasn't normal. There's nothing normal about feeling that you're playing in front of your house in a street. It should feel a little bit more comfortable than that. Now, do we have the other cut? Um, we do. Here he is talking about who, and again, remember, he, he claims he suffered a concussion, so he believes he calls Jalen Carter by number here that said this to him. Literally at one point in the game, and this is like the weirdest trash talk I've ever heard in, in my life. I want to say it was number 88. He like said the weird, strangest thing to me. He was like, he looked at me, he's like, y'all are so unprepared. I was like, y'all are so unprepared. Like all the things he could have said at this point in the game was like 45-0. He's like, y'all are so unprepared. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, y'all just don't know what's like going on. And I was like, yeah, we don't. You can't prepare for what you saw that day. Joe Hamilton brought it up during the locker room this morning. You can go good on good, ones yeah. against ones. There's no way scout team. that the scout team is going to prepare you to see a defense like what Jordan Yates saw that afternoon against Georgia. A for honesty. And yeah, we're unprepared. Yes, we are. Because we can't be prepared to see what we saw. It's impossible. Now, I will also, I know what he means. I think physically we couldn't get prepared. But I think he's taken it into the realm of mentally we weren't prepared either. And that is damning. I agree with you, Chris. I think it does. the funny part is he even says this is the weirdest trash talk I ever got. Probably because Jalen was almost disappointed. Like, what were you guys doing all week to prepare for Did this game? Did you not know what we were about to bring? Yeah, they were working on slogans. Can I ask, is Jordan Yates proven they were unprepared by not knowing who Jalen Carter is? Yeah, he said his number. He knows 88, right? Okay. Uh, That's I'm how you identify him, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying you're supposed to know everybody and everything, but Jalen Carter, pretty good player. Um, yeah, I would say so. Okay. Maybe you should have known his name. That that sort of leads me to believe that they might not have Well, remember, prepared. he was a little bit loopy, so he thinks it was 88. Todd Monken is going to be formally introduced in Baltimore today at 2 o'clock. And just something to think about. Dog Nation put this out here yesterday from the AJC. Todd Monken, for all that he did at Georgia, never had a 1,000-yard rusher. I, I don't care. Please. It never happened. Do you have that written on a piece of paper? Mike Bobo. Rip that piece of paper up right now. Was always able to get 1,000-yard rushers. I'm going to... I'm going to... Even at South Carolina and even at Auburn. Okay. I don't want to scold you, but I'm going to scold you. Throw that piece of paper away and never read that sentence again. Never read what that sentence again. What a bunch of boobs. I... I could Why care does that less bother you so much? Because I don't care if he didn't have a 200-yard rusher for the season. Mm -hmm. They won two national championships. They did, but now are you going to go back to more of a pro-style I'm offense? not going back to anything other than winning national championships. What? If I don't do that, it's going to feel like a disappointment. Sorry, what that's I'm saying, the bar. What I'm saying, though, is if you don't have a Stetson Bennett now, the experience at quarterback, are you going to lean more on the running game? Most likely with what Bobo did at Georgia and did, like I said, at South Carolina and Auburn, are we going to see more you of gotta, a You got to be careful with that South Carolina talk. I think we had two wins that year. Yeah, but it wasn't his fault. He developed running backs. I don't care about that. Listen, you're smarter than this. 
I, you can't start a sentence with, what did Todd Munkin not do at the University of Georgia? I don't want to go all Stetson Bennett. Well, it's factually I accurate. Got, I got two rings. I understand that. I'm just telling you, I, I'm not saying anything disparaging about Todd Mockin. I'm just yeah. telling you what never He happened. doesn't have to live with that. In three years, Todd Mockin. He doesn't have to live with that. Never had a 1,000-yard rusher. Hudson Mason is all over the place because he did play for Mike Bobo. We talked to DJ Shockley about Bobo. Do, do we want DJ? DJ's too. here down in Florida. Do we yeah. want him? Yeah, why not? Over the next couple of days, just sure. come on up and, yeah. I think he's an interesting guy to talk to about Mike and what he believes the evolution of Mike Bobo now is the new um, old, new, new, old play caller for yeah. the University of Georgia. Uh, Hudson said that the Kirby Smart, the leaked video that we have heard, he said Mike Bobo was the same way. Great motivator and would get all over you and challenge you. Okay. And some quarterbacks didn't like it at oh, first, yeah. but they got used to it and it worked out. So... This is the tease that I brought up earlier, industry term. Okay. Um, I think Ross Dellinger from SI had it first. The four college football proposals, as far as rule changes, mm -hmm. are concerned under consideration. Um, prohibiting consecutive timeouts, as in icing the kicker, then icing the kicker again. Okay. Uh, no unlimited down at the end of the first and third quarter. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, the clock. Oh, hold on. What it, no unlimited the, un the untimed down untimed. at the okay. end of the first and uh, third quarters. The clock is going to run. It's not going to stop after first downs except inside of two minutes and a half, much like the NFL. No, 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 uh, I don't like that. But their clock does run after the two-minute warning. And then the clock runs on incompletions once the ball don't is Don't like that either. Because they want to speed up the game. The don't average, like that either. I don't either. The average FBS football game last season stretched three hours and 21 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Up from 318 the year before and up from 316 Ooh. the year before. So they, they are trying to figure out something. I don't like the clock running after incompletions. No, me neither. I don't either. There is a strategy. I even like, I don't mind the clock being stopped at first downs. The, the one that I don't like is knee down, nobody touches you ball is down that's the one i'm sorry i know maybe we're still talking about safety but before we talked about safety that was a rule in college football and i don't understand that one if i slip and i can get up and nobody's hit me when i'm down touched me when i'm down that's why just can't i go get you, more you would think that's common sense i don't even understand it i guess now they could really fall on the safety thing but that doesn't even look we've already taken away you can't hit him in the head can't hit him with your crown don't hit him in the knee all right if i slip and fall and i got eight more yards in front of me I should be able to go. What about the interception? When you make a diving interception, no players around you should be able to get up. Of course you should. If you're a running back and you slip in the open field, you should be able to get up. Um, we talked about the combine coming up, and Chris Trapasso covers the NFL draft uh -huh. for CBS Sports. He said that Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback, is going to be so impressive at the combine uh -huh. that the Colts are going to trade up to the number one overall spot and take Anthony Richardson. Now, was this... He's going to blow the roof off of Lucas Oil Stadium. And there's going to be such a stark difference between Anthony Richardson as a physical and athletic specimen mm. and Bryce Young. That is that is laying it... I've not heard anybody else say this. I'm not telling you he's close to right. Uh, but that is... And was this part of one of those columns where they say, give us the... Oldest thing you can say I, about the combine. I, I don't up. know the context of the statements. But, Was he really believing this? But, but the statement. That would be a hell of a couple of days for the young man. I mean, he's going to impress. Jeez. He's going to impress the combine. Mm -hmm. And there, there's no doubt about it. But I, I don't know if you're going to be that crazy where you want to trade up to number one to take him number one overall. See, he's probably going to be there. 
for the Colts are drafting right now. I, I would assume. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I, I would assume there would be no need but to trade up to number one. If he one. blows the roof off, then you're not the only one trying to go to Chicago to get the pick to take him number one, which is what the look, the Bears read this, and, and they get wood. I mean, you know, if you're the Chicago Bears general manager and you hear somebody saying something like this, you hope three teams are so interested in this young man who now has wowed us. What is he going to do? Blow the roof off the Lucas Oil Stadium. Do oh, I need to dump yeah. that? Um, I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're okay. Uh-oh. I think what I would have said is you're not going to need any blue chew if you're in the Bears front office when you leave the stadium. That, that's what I would have said. Okay. I'm not telling you yeah, I don't, what to say. I don't even know what I said. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Uh, Chris Del Conte is the Texas AD, and everybody has alternate uniforms now. And he was asked about it last night. He said, if God, that's right, he did say, if God wanted multicolored sunsets, he'd have made them purple and green. But he didn't. They're burnt orange. It's not old. It's not stuffy. It's Texas. It's the best. What is it I told you about Texas people? They are out there, man. They are in. The, they believe that they are their own country. We talked to Bryce Elder this morning, and I told him. I, I didn't know that was him. I comp- That was Bryce Elder. I, I know. I mean, I, I figured it out. Yeah. The, the stubble, the, the non-full beard, the he, clean, almost shaven. He looked 35 with the beard. He looks 19 without the beard. Didn't recognize him. He looks like a kid that if Gillies was still a thing, he'd be trying to get in underage at Gillies. Yeah, I, he, he's going to get carded no matter yeah. where he goes. With that beard, no, he's not getting carded. No. But he does look different. The point is, uh, Texas strong, Texas proud, Texas forever, all that thing, man. Uh, okay, you're the Burnt Texas- orange is God's colors. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I've seen sunsets that haven't been the color. There have been a lot of sunsets that I've said, doesn't look like Texas. Yeah, everything's colors, orange man. to me. All right. Shut AD. your mouth. <laughs> all right. What's his name? Chris Del Conte. All right, A.D. Chris. All right. All right. What do you want from me? Go win some games. Did you see the uh, tattoo that Jerry Kill got? No. What, was this a bet or was this a... Uh, New Mexico uh, state you... head coach. He, he told his team when they were dragging a little bit in the uh, month of December, if you go to the bowl and you win the bowl game, I'll get a tattoo. Hmm. They won the bowl game. They beat uh, Bowling Green in the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit, Michigan. And, you know, you throw the records right out the window when you're talking about the Quick Lane Bowl. And the tattoo that he got um, a couple of nights ago... <laughs> It, I'm trying to describe it. It's got uh, crossed pistols. It's very large. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's on his arm. Crossed pistols, and it's got 2022, the date of the bowl. And it's just bizarre. I don't understand. Okay. I don't understand having two pistols crossing where, one another on your arm. What does that have to do where's with my New Mexico camera? State? Where's my camera? It, it's where okay. it is always okay. in Hey, folks, um, I'm going to offer this up. You won't be in that job forever. You're going to look down someday when you're not coaching there, and you're going to go, wow, this was a mistake. I'm going to give you one more thing. I'm sure you love those players. Beating Bowling Green is big arm tattoo worthy. I got to be honest. And it says. Got to shoot a little higher, brother. What was even the name of the bowl game? So uh, it's the Quick Lane Bowl. So it, it's got, like I said, the intersecting pistols, and it's got 2022, and then it says the words bowl champs. It's all on his arm. That's bowling green in a bowl that I didn't even know existed. And that's a big-ass arm tattoo. All right. Yeah, He's 61. Massive. I think he made a mistake. That's my thing. I th- I, I, what's that? 
He's 61 years old. Okay, so you're going to tell me he's going to retire in this job, so he's not going to be someplace else someday? Uh, well, maybe I, he's never maybe he's never gotten a tattoo and just wanted to, you know. Everybody do this. Everybody. You know what that smell is? Regret. <laughs> That's regret. I smell regret. Somewhere down the road. I but, mean, you're 61 at this point. I know you love the kids. The good news is he, he's 61, and a lot of people get tattoos like that when they're a lot younger. Uh-huh. And by the time they're 61, it, it looks like, I say this all the time, it looks like one of those broken lava lamps. You don't know what. Yeah, what, what do they say when you're young? You're going to regret it when you're older? Well, he's older, so. Right. He should know better. But he got the tattoo. Well, I'm going to go with He it. made a promise. He loves those kids. That's why he did this. Speaking of kids, Chip Kelly said, oh, these boy. kids, this TikTok generation, <laughs> you can't do anything for too long because they, they lose their train of thought. That's what he said. Well, here's what's going to I got to do everything quick with these kids, the TikTok generation. They're going to have to start doing game plans on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That seems, every coach seems to be leaning towards, I can't get them to pay attention. They're too busy watching the TikTok. Well, maybe you should put your game plan on TikTok. I'll say this because I know enough, I know enough about TikTok to know this. TikTok is littered with people either doing dumb things or really, really good-looking women doing things that they just choose to do on TikTok. So maybe you need to get really good-looking women to put your game plan on TikTok, and then maybe your kids will, I don't know, watch it a little bit more, take it in a little bit more. Every coach is now in this mindset of, well, you can't take too long with them. They lose their train of thought. You can watch TikTok for three hours, but you can't sit through an, uh, a 42-minute running back meeting? Apparently not, according to Chip Kelly. You know, our meetings are now three minutes long. That's all these kids will give me. <laughs> and we intersperse crazy things just to keep their attention. Hey, guys, I got the defensive game plan. But first, I want to show you a video of a guy on a skateboard on a railing, and he's going to fall down, and he's going to get hit in the nuts. Now, back to the cover five. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business. And it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. 
Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.